John Carroll today. Back again. It's a, your second go-through. I don't know what that makes you, like a spice veteran or something. A veteran? Am I the first person to go through twice? I don't think so. I think we've had a couple, like, frequent flyers that are just, like, here almost all the, just hanging out all the time. They're just, so... But but if you I keep coming you back, that. you can be can, you can like I've, get on the the scoreboard or whatever. Do you have a punch card? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you did yeah. The time. fifth one is freer than normal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We do an extra <laughs> song. The fifth one, we're gonna like pay you a bunch of money. Yeah, there's a cake. <laughs> there's a cake. There's a cake. That's much more sustainable because we don't have a bunch of money to pay you, but we probably have some cake. The fifth one, you charge. Actually. That's right. Yeah. Thank God for roommates that cook, because like. That's that's half of my my thing. Thank you, Toby and and Peter and all my roommates because like I chose you because you're good cooks and they just cook randomly stuff. Isn't that great? So you don't have to get married. Exactly. <laughs> my roommates are keeping me from getting married. That's. Uh, to be fair, I do help with the cooking. I'm not saying that. <laughs> my my wife may be listening at some point. <laughs> that's true. That's, hey, if you if you love to eat, you should cook anyways. You should. It's just it's just the only way. It's to only do polite. <laughs> I mean... We're so on topic today. We're so focused. So about music. So music and delicious giraffe, giraffe <laughs> cooking on... Anyways. So, John, um, introduce yourself to people that don't know you. You're, you're, you're a musician, correct? Like, you're on Spice Radio. So hey, you... Spice Radio listeners. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am a musician. I'm a mm-hmm. songwriter. I'm working on being a producer. And uh, that is my life right now. It's kind of... Yeah, that'll keep you busy for sure. Have you done most of your musical career, like, in the Nashville area? I guess you're... Are you in Nashville? You're living in Nashville proper yeah. now? Yeah, I've lived there for seven or eight years now. So, I, I'm almost official... I think they call you a Nashvillian after ten. So, like, you're officially, like... <laughs> they check your fingerprints and everything. Maybe, it's maybe like, I get uh, a cake he's... there, too. It's like the punch card thing. <laughs> you get whatever Nashville... <laughs> yeah, you get, like, uh, cowboy boots or something? I don't know what's even hip in Nashville. Oh, know. man. Don't send what's me the fa- what's the fashion thing in Nashville? What's the fashion thing? Yeah, it, yeah. Depends on what. If you're in East Nashville, it's hipster. <laughs> if you're holes in your clothes, I, are cowboy boots a thing? Maybe it's gone all the way around, so the hipsters are like really into it. You never know. I think I heard a Full songwriter. Circle. I think I heard a songwriter write a song about how like real songwriters in Nashville don't wear co- cowboy boots. So real country mm-hmm. writers, anyways. That's as much as I know about it. <laughs> I'm out of the loop. We're, yeah, we'll we'll have to get in. Uh, connection with our fashion writers from nashville now i'm, I'm wearing sketchers so. <laughs> we'll describe our fashion and make that what's cool that must yes. be what's in <laughs> sketchers yeah and my my vans that are uh have survived many years that's that's what's hip guys so now now you know what to dress in nashville <laughs> some shoes anyways <laughs> well thanks for coming out you've got a new album out is that right yeah, a new EP. Yeah, and that and that was when was that released officially? That was officially released on October twenty third. Very cool. At ten twenty three in the morning, it was poetic or something. You timed it out just to make sure. So. Yeah, ten twenty three. Ten twenty three. Whoa. <laughs> ten twenty. Wake up. Ten twenty three. Release EP. Yeah, Poetic. that was that was actually yeah. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Had to set my alarm that morning. You got to sleep in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that and it is on johnplaysmusic.com for free, right? People can just yeah, I'm download right, it and do all that stuff with it. I'm at the beginning of my journey, so my goal right now is just to get music out there for people to listen to it. So please, I would love for you to go check it That's out and cool. download it. Give you some feedback, like I would love feedback. I would love to hear what you think because uh, there will be more EPs in the future. So uh-huh. if you want to have input <laughs> or 
like the Needs more polka uh, accordion or something. I will probably ignore that email. <laughs> I, I will be very that nice really about useful it. Really useful critical <laughs> criticism. So yeah. good. <laughs> But you've got, uh, it's also on Spotify, is that right? And may, yeah, it's may have Google Play and some other places if you Google top, around. I think it's on it. iTunes, too. But you can get it for free on his website. Or so. free on my website. <laughs> the first step, get it for free, and then buy, like, 6,000 copies afterwards, right? Yeah, I, that's <laughs> fine, too. If you want to buy 6,000 copies, I'll throw in a free copy. <laughs> Anyways, okay. A free, that's a great deal. Just 6, buy 6,000, and you get the, the 6,000 and first one for free. That's cool. All right. Well, yeah, we'll we'll push that promo, and hopefully we'll get some virus. I'll, I'm sure. I want to I want to get in in on that deal. Like I don't know. So your your first track you recorded live with us today was uh, Man in Black. That one's not on the album. Is that like gonna be on the next the next EP or something? Uh, yeah, it definitely has a shot at uh, going mm-hmm. on an EP. Um, kind of what I'm thinking about doing right now is having uh, themed EPs. Because I, I kind of write different uh-huh. stuff, and I mean, they all center around me. I'm not going to say that I, I write, like, every genre out there, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I'm thinking about doing uh, maybe, like, a dark EP or a folksy kind of EP, and so I'm thinking uh, that came about because when I was writing this EP, I uh-huh. had songs that I just, it became apparent they weren't going to fit on the CD, right? but I liked them, so I didn't, so I thought maybe I'll just create collections. It's pretty easy, too. Yeah, that's good, uh, and, like, group it. I feel like that's a that's a good way to go about it, just because you can explore the space of whatever if it's darker, and right. and that I mean there's I guess there's been kind of a movement in popular um, art and stuff with The Walking Dead and stuff with the or um, what is it not American Horror Story but the, that other one the detective show True Detective like they have a, they feature a lot of like dark folk music which is kind of a yeah a, an interesting spin on it because I don't know maybe ten years ago the only thing folk quote unquote you might hear might be like old gospel or something you know it's like you didn't really hear that side of it as much i guess until it kind of i guess it's resurged a little bit i don't know yeah i think you're right I, definitely an interest breaking bad had stuff like that yeah that too yeah and opportunity I guess... opportunity is out there for that stuff. <laughs> well very cool well uh let's go ahead and hear it. this will be john carroll with man in black it's the man in black or is it just man in black it's the man in black. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this isn't... It's, it's the intense man in black. And it's not, right. it's, it's not about a ninja. It's not a ninja. ninja. It's okay. Ninja. <laughs> John Carroll with the man in black that's not a ninja. On Spice Radio. Go. My name, he come to tell me that my time is coming soon. Once that name is written, written in blood, there's not a one return from that book of reckoning. Now I'm ashamed to say it, but when he spoke, I dropped to my knees like a dog gone groveling. So maybe it's a kindness for a coward man like me That there ain't a word of mercy in that book of reckoning Well, I've always been a villain, but I've always kept my shame And thought that it was enough to keep the blood off of my name But now that man's a-coming and there ain't nowhere to run 
gotta pay for what I done, what I done, what I done. There's a man all dressed in black, he knows my name. He come to tell me that my time is coming soon. Once that name is written, written in blood, there's not a one return from that book of reckoning. So I'll tell you now, I'm a bad man, I admit But I'd rather die the sinner than a darned old hypocrite So go ahead and write my name, now I've shaken off the lie And I'll ride on into hell, holding my head high I'm a bad man, bad man, ain't no more denying I'm a bad man, bad man, heart is black as coal I'm a bad man Man, now I ain't afraid of dying. I may be going to the devil, but the truth has saved my That was John Carroll with uh, the Man in Black. That one, that one seems um, like he was inspired by a nightmare or something to me. <laughs> like it's kind of it's a very intense and atmospheric kind of song. Is it, where did where did that one come about? Did you have ideas for the lyrics or what? Yeah. So I generally I write my music first, mm-hmm. and so I kind of have this fun little dark folksy kind of bluesy thing going on, and I didn't know where to head from that. So I went to the library actually and picked up. A book of old folk songs. Oh, cool! And um, I didn't steal one of the folk songs in the book. <laughs> and I just, I whole just copied it straight, straight. <laughs> right, and, that's where it came. And now you're admitting story. it on on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Best song story ever. I stole it. <laughs> um, but there was a song in there that uh, stuck out to me, and it was it was basically just said like the man in black he has your name the man in black he has your name like this really ominous Whoa. kind of like rhetorical thing and mm-hmm. like every verse was like the man in black he has your like sister's name the man in black and so it that's pretty creepy yeah it was kind of creepy <laughs> and um so i was like oh creepy music creepy theme let's do it and i would have to say like another thing came in at that time because i was writing i was writing this ep and just trying to come up with songs that could i could fit into a collection and um, part of the process of writing an EP and putting out, like, your first, like, piece of artwork mm-hmm. is this kind of, who am I? Like, who am I to the world? Like, yeah, it's like I... your first, it's like your first impression at a date or a business meeting or something. It's like, this is the first thing you're handing someone who might not have ever heard of you before, it's, or, like, I mean, seen it's, to your show or anything. It's so true, because you, you can't be everybody. Like, one yeah. of the things mm-hmm. that happens when you're, like, collecting stuff is you realize... I can't do everything I want to be. So what part of me am I putting out there? And the moment, you know, like you start like setting that off, you start realizing, well, I can do this, but so-and-so is that group's not going to like this. And that group's not going to like this. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of picking your groups and you're kind of picking yourself and what you want to do. Halfway picking your audience as well as like your own. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that is pretty hard. I mean, it was, so it was one of the, the things in that song, uh, the man in black, he has your name. It was about uh, the main character coming to terms with it, mm-hmm. and um, so really, it's it's more about coming to terms with who you are. Is kind of what the right. song is about. Even though this kind of thing is looming over you, it's about figuring out how you're going to face it. So, did you want this this song to be like 
part of your musical character, I'd guess? Or is is this going to be, like, part of the dark chapter in your kind of musical, like, um, expression, I guess you'd say? Or is this... I, I think that's exactly right. Um, I have a, I have a tendency... I either write, like, really sweet songs, uh-huh. like, really happy um, sweet songs, or, uh, or cutesy love songs, or I write, like, really dark. Like There's Stephen no King. in-between for and you. <laughs> So, yeah, exactly right. No moderation here. I don't have a very good <laughs> middle ground. I'm working on that, but... Um, but right, so mm-hmm. I, I do have a tendency to collect dark songs, and like now is the time that I write them, because it's, when when it changes into fall, I, this mood settles on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, in the South, too, it's it's kind of like the relief of the the burning hot, like, humidity in summer, and into this strange and bitter world that we, I feel like we forgot existed collectively, because we're so used to the burning hot of a Southern, like, life, you know, I guess. Yeah. What's cool about that is you can, if you um, make an album, you know, with like half half light and half dark songs, you can just take your vinyl and like have one side be pure white and then the other side. You know, it's genius. <laughs> I just like giving people ideas so I, I can like hold that, it in my hand one day. And if like, I steal yes. that, like I stole the man in song black, or the man in black <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, just like you rip that song. It's true. So you talk about like uh, the book of reckoning and stuff. Was that part of the original song or is that alluding to something or yeah in the song that's the man in black he was just like writing he's got like a a notebook writing in his book yeah and that that was like it that's about all the explanation you had about the situation like an unholy santa he's making a list so like (laughs) you have no idea what i mean maybe it's just a a notepad that he just carries around in his pocket or Uh maybe it's fate calling you and it, it leans more towards fate but but yeah, I thought it was a cool imagery kind of thing. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's pretty. Um, it's a pretty ins- inspiring kind of idea to the uh, the idea of like a stranger that knows you maybe better than like you know yourself or knows like knows you intimately and it is like a judge and a executioner kind of. It's like that's a pretty. It's kind of like a. Uh, I guess I, I feel like it's it's kind of an archetype, but also. It seems like a really old one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people have been worrying about that, like, someone with unholy knowledge, sort of, you know? It's like, they, like, they know what you did. Yeah. The the same with, uh, I guess, in a lot of church settings, you know, it's, it's, it's all about accepting that, uh, your creator or your divine being, like, knows you and you can't hide things, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. And you have to face up to who you actually are. Was, did this one, is this like a newer song or? Yeah, a couple months, last couple months or so. Very cool. Well, we got another one for you. This one, I guess this will be the sweet, the sweet side of the <laughs> the coin with September. It's yeah, more, it's more of like a love centered song, right? This <laughs> is I, a little bit sad. Sad. Oh, okay. I used to write lots and lots of songs where people died. <laughs> and <laughs> was I, this in that whole, the whole level, that whole uh, period of. Of old songs, there were people die. <laughs> I the creepy songs. It's 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 the other genre. It's this mm-hmm. is my moody. When people die, that's like unless it was horrifically. This it's more usually like a moody mm-hmm. thing. And uh, um, this is kind of one of those songs. So oh, cool. And you uh, actually recorded this one last time with your first interview. So, but this will be the album version. So this is the album version. We had a cellist come in. Oh, that's cool. So cool to watch yeah. <laughs> uh, the producer dean uh Paglia. dean Paglia jr awesome producer 
um, he also played violin on it, so we got a lot of strings, and, and which I was very excited about. Yeah, and that adds a whole uh, good level, I feel like, and a, and a folksy way, too, because I assume, you know, there's lots of folks wandering around uh, with violins, because it, it's a nice uh, small instrument, unlike the acoustic bass. Which is like a, <laughs> which is a ridiculous thing to have that to you're carry building around. a coffin for. The yes, that yeah. For. I'm currently <laughs> constructing a box which could fit a man or be used as a boat, probably. Oh man. That's that's what I've ascribed my life to, just hauling around giant instruments. Well, you know, if you're touring now and need some place to sleep, you're basically <laughs> on the right. side of the road. I've thought, yeah, I've thought about that. No one will touch it because it looks weird and creepy. It's very good. I never thought about that. I could just hide in there. But then, where's my base gonna go? Then my. <laughs> I don't know. Priorities. <laughs> yes, right. I think I prioritize prioritize my instruments more than my my physical. I was like, I'll heal. Uh, I get a, a finger <laughs> cut off. Whatever. I can figure it out. But uh, that bass. Oh, it's too much work. Anyways, back on track. This will be uh, September recorded off the album. And give them the title of the album too. Yeah, it's called the Paper Boat. Off of one of the tracks on there. Right? Yeah, it's named after the last track on there. Very cool. This will be John Carroll with September. Love might make her stay And I loved her before I even knew her name She's September But some have sails And can't help it when the wind sweeps them away Her name's September She said Stay with me tonight For the night is cold and dead When I'm alone And her face hung there Your name and the sound will roll across the 
something wrong with the feeling of the chill morning autumn air. I turn in bed to warm you, and no one's there. Carol with the album version of September off his uh, new EP Paper Boats and uh, so how was that one different I guess is that the first time you've recorded that song like I guess most of these are your first like studio sets yeah that was my first studio set and only studio set right. for that song yeah is that is that like a, a big jump from playing it live does that change a lot of the way you thought of things or yeah actually it was that one was cool because I actually had to go and rewrite the song after mm-hmm we did the session because we hired a cellist to come in and he had this really cool idea that he laid down and we're like, Oh yeah, do that. And so he laid it down and I was listening to the lyrics and I was like, Oh, they totally do not fit what he's uh, doing there. Oh like yeah. The like the mood down. of the mood or something. Yeah. But we, I mean, he'd already walked out the door, packed up and left. <laughs> and then I had like this crisis with the song oh, because no. I was like, I, I can't sing this. And so I tried to put off recording vocals and um, I went into like some kind of weird, different state, alter state. When I went went mm-hmm. home that night, um, just trying to frantically figure out the perfect line to fit with that cello part. So it was kind of cool. So really, what it amounted to is I had it like a downer at the end of the second verse. I was trying mm-hmm. to bring it down uh, to get you ready for the drop. But really, right. he he just like made it soar. So I, yeah. I went back and I actually wrote lyrics about soaring. So. Or is the right word there. So how how many times of like throwing paper against the wall did it did it just come pretty (laughs) under under pressure? Did you work well or (laughs) did you suffer for a while? When I when I have a it's like a problem and when I have a problem that like sits on me Mm -hmm. that has to be finished under a time limit, I go into a weird alternate reality. (laughs) Like my air conditioner wasn't working in my car and it was over 95 degrees wow. when we were recording it. And I pulled up and I sat in my driveway just sweating. But I, I and then I realized like an went hour into the later, like sweat lodge illusion, <laughs> illusion just, level. Ex- exactly. <laughs> it was very, uh, maybe that's very exactly what you needed. Native American, a sweat, yeah. a sweat cleansing. So there's was a guy like hitting you with a stick. <laughs> I feel like my neighbors must have thought I was <laughs> crazy or something. Cause I'm just, I'm draw I'm like, Sweat is just rolling off me, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there with a spacey look on my face trying to come up with this line, and I really, I walk in from there. I Were you listening in. to it over and over, or did you just yeah, have I it just in your head? Yeah, I just had a loop. Oh, okay, and I was yeah. I just sitting there staring off in a loop, sweating, and 
Then I, I went to my uh, the bedroom and I lay down on the bed and I was there and a cat woke me up at midnight saying, feed me. Uh-huh. I missed the feed deadline by a few hours. And that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of how I get when I have like a pending problem. <laughs> that's that's good though. It's I mean, it sounds uh, it sounds intense, it's but intense. but you solved it within it's, like a day. So yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I'm like a terrible person to be around when I'm in that mood. Not because I'm yelling, just because right. I, I'm not there with you. Right. So you're in music land. I'm in music land. <laughs> so uh, was that was that your first time working with cello and violin, like during a during acts? Have you had them play live before with you or anything? Jammed with oh, them? Have I? I think I might have done it once at a practice. Mm-hmm. No, I was I was with another group and they had a, a cellist. But I love I love cello. Yeah. And if there's a cellist who's who's good, a good cellist, mm-hmm. it's just amazing to play with. Especially because I kind of do the acoustic guitar thing. Right. So a cello can just like make that take off. Oh yeah, cello's got a, it's got a really cool range, I guess, because you get like all the nice upper bass tones that you need, and plus you can get all the good, I guess. More like viola levels. I don't know. It's got a good range, is what I'm saying. I guess. Yeah, it can it can vibrate your chest, but it can also yeah be really delicate. I, and some mm-hmm. of the stuff he did on there was like super kind of delicate highs, and it, it's so expressive. I love it. Yeah, very cool. Well, the next track we got would be uh, "She's the One I Think About," and uh, that was co-written. Did you write this at the same time uh, with your buddy? This. Uh, this took probably like a couple of months to uh-huh. come right. Um, cause we just kind of got together off and on. Go back and forth with it. Yeah. And there's a lot of back and forth. And, uh, this was a fun guy. This is a fun guy to co-write with because mm-hmm. he's very poetically minded. And so, uh, he tends to get like the ideas I put out there and that's a really cool co-writing situation. Yeah. Um, so I had a ton of fun writing this one and I enjoyed it a lot. And, Oh, Scott, Scott Mattingly, his, <laughs> that's my co-writer. Um, and yeah, so this was just a fun one to write. We talk about it afterwards, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll so talk don't about, say we'll talk too about much it more. Now. Don't yeah. don't let him in on any of the secrets just yet. But yeah, but, well, but the name I, is I was, pending, right? You so if someone wants to like uh, wants send to you an email and be like, I've got a name for it. <laughs> yeah, they, they would totally. I I'll give them credit on the next, next time to, <laughs> on the podcast. Written, written by Mattingly, but <laughs> entitled titled by, by some <laughs> random guy from the internet, kind of thing. So. <laughs> Very cool. Well, let's hear it. This will be John Carroll with She's the One I Think About. Also co-written by Scott Mattingly. Scott is that? Mattingly. All right. Somewhere she rises Dim winter night turns to violet She's the first of the daybreak Arranging her hair while the world waits His typewriter silent He can't find the words to describe it the changing light, golden The rose of the morning unfolding And she's the one he thinks about The one he loves without a 
Stone to stone in the dry stream, clearing thorn bush and briar until the water is dancing beside her. Ooh. And he chases after the girl in the stream and their laughter. Always just behind her, but no word he writes ever finds her, and she's the one he thinks about, the one he loves without a hint. She pirouettes and gets away. Serious, getting real serious with John okay, Carroll. Serious. serious talk with John Carroll. And we're back. She, <laughs> and we're back. Use your NPR voice for them. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm, I'm Terry Gross or something. I, can't. Terry. I always have these ideas of them. Like I have these perfect images of them, but I never want to see pictures of all the NPR people. I'm exactly the opposite. I Google really. Them. You t- don't like, tell me. Don't tell me. Who, spoilers. What does that person brain. look like? That I know they're such gonna, a cool voice. I know they're gonna look so different, and it's gonna like break my heart. <laughs> Okay. When I see that, was this an eagle or something? The guy who does the news, he just seems like such a, like a like an older, even older. Um, oh, what's the guy who does? It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. That Mr. Rogers. Uh, yeah, he's like a. He seems like a, he would look like an older Mr. Rogers, like an ancient Mr. Rogers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this guy. I, yeah, I can't think of his name. But so apparently, I can't Google him for you. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> But that that was John Carroll with She's the One I Think About, also written by Scott Mattingly. And you said this one, like, bounced back and forth, I guess. Did you have the original idea to write with him, or did he approach you? Oh, we're friends. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Do you both write anyways, or is this a... Yeah, he's uh, he's a musician. He's a really cool kind of musician. Like, he's he collects guitar pedals. Oh, and, wow. Uh, he specializes in getting, like, really... Uh-huh. Just cool, like a tinkerer, eh? <laughs> it's it's amazing. I was listening to some of the stuff, and he'll hit one note, and I felt like he's just 
um, like span the whole gambit of the sound range with wow. that one note, like in just super rich tones and um, just he really knows what he's doing with his guitar pedal and his sounds. Um, so he's he's just a really fun guy to work mm-hmm. with because um, it's a very different approach than what I see in Nashville. But he's also he reads a lot and he's uh, super poetic-y. So when we decided we would get together to write a song, I I thought this was going to be a funny song to tell yeah. you the truth. <laughs> like the idea was going to be that uh, there was a I was at the Bluebird listening to a lot of uh, the acts coming up and. Mm-hmm. You know, they always sing about, uh, I think one song was like My Blue Jeans Girl, and one song was My Whiskey Girl, and yeah. um, and I heard those that night, and I thought, what if it's all the same girl? Boom. Whoa. Oh, man. And uh, then I I thought I would have this, like, hilarious song of this caricature of this crazy girl that... Right. Like, is everything all... to everybody? Is everything thing? to everybody? Exactly. <laughs> is everything to everybody? And um, so when I brought that to him, I think that was the part that we pulled out of it. And it did not turn into a funny yeah, song. Yeah, it seems like like a somber, almost religious, <laughs> and uh, what do you call it, admiring sort of... It, it definitely turned into a song about kind of the muse and the interesting yeah, way yeah. of uh, talking about... It's much more wholesome and <laughs> it's less like caricature-y than, uh, than I think it, than yeah. that original idea was. Yeah, it wasn't... Someday we'll write a funny song together. But <laughs> You'll get there. We we like this idea so much that we just kind of pursued it. No, I think it came out. It came about well, and uh, the I guess the, the abstraction with the uh, ideas of the colors and the dawn and all that, and the kind of embodiment was very interesting to me. And I was glad you guys like went descriptive. Was that all those descriptive kind of parts? Was that mostly you, or did you all go back and forth on that part, or did he have a lot to say on that part? I, I would say this was a fairly equal co-write. Pretty like fifty-fifty. He, he would send me ideas, and I would say, "Whoa!" I mean, I was. It's it's not like super often that I write with uh, co-write people, mm-hmm. but when they send me stuff, I'm like, "Oh, that rocks!" I, yeah, we gotta use that. Um, but um, definitely co-writing with him was that kind of experience. So I I would say there's a fair amount of. I mean, I I don't know who there's. I definitely wouldn't give more credit to one. Right, right, or anything. So, yeah, it was pretty equal there. So, did the um, the idea that it wasn't gonna be like a comical song come apart pretty naturally? Just as y'all wrote the song, it was just like, oh, this is not turning out the way we thought it was. Or d- did y'all realize it at some point? We're like, what? what? This how? is not exactly what we were saying we we're gonna do. Or no, honestly, I don't. I don't know how that came about. It, <laughs> it, it probably. I think it was something like I kind of threw it out there. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of throw an idea out there and then just sort of what happens happens to it. It's this yeah. weird progression. Then somebody else reacts to it and they throw mm-hmm. out a line and then you react to that. And so you go down this interesting pathway um, and I, that's kind of how it went. I, I can't really remember who was the one who took it right. from comical. It, it was probably him. <laughs> but I don't mean that in a bad way because I, I think probably what happened was he just threw out a fantastic line about it. Right. And said, that's worth it was too enrapturing. That's, that's worth exploring, <laughs> man. We gotta we gotta write that. You're... Well, cool. Do you have plans to uh, write more with him? Or mm-hmm. yeah, we're talking about. We were uh, we had had scheduled something scheduled this week to start on another song, but very cool. To, Do you have it. an idea for this one yet, or is it just he has an idea? Uh-huh. and I haven't heard it yet because he wanted to play it for me in person. So uh-huh. he I wants mean... to he wants to reel you in with another. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it because I thought this one. I was really excited about the way this one turned out. Oh, yeah, it's a great tune. And uh, 
So we got the the last one will be to a prayer. Do you want to talk about that one at all? I don't know where the song like the song was really interesting, right? For me, I kind of mm-hmm. wrote it and uh, played it for my wife, and she was like, "Wow, that is so different for you." But and it's she enjoyed it and thought it was good. Um, so it's I, I disco. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> disco, a little bit of funk, a little yeah. bit of acoustic. I I know when I made the CP that. I kind of wanted to do a different thing than what I had done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, acoustic guitar is not a forefront kind of instrument often in like band arrangements. Yeah, it, it gets uh, all you do is you take out becomes a rhythm or something. Yeah, you basically take out all the the melody of it and you make the scratches like a rhythm track in the background yeah. behind the electric guitars and the synths. Um, and so, my acoustic playing is so much a part of me and my style. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted that as much front and center as like my voice. And that was uh, definitely a huge deciding factor on the direction of the the, the album, the EP. And it and, you, um, you kind of wanted to include it to bring more variety to the to the album. Oh, the funk song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I just had this cool funk riff that I laid down, and I was I thought it was super fun, and it yeah. fit in the pop feel. And um, I thought it was really cool to have like a heavily driven, a uh, heavily acoustic driven like pop mm-hmm. song. And it's pretty upbeat and pretty. We have yeah, because even the even like the country pop and all that stuff, it's still got either steel guitar or slide guitar, mostly electric guitar. You know, like leading the. So that is interesting. Yeah, because it is it is so commonplace that you kind of hear that now. Yeah, and oh, you mean like leading the acoustic guitar in the background, or no? I, I mean like yeah, pretty much the acoustic in the background. But there's usually even um, what it's supposed to be, I guess country music you know you've got electric guitar like leading the melodies and running sure. running all the changes anyways you know so that yeah. that is interesting so you got a video release coming up some sometime soon you're going to be talking about that some on the internet yeah um i haven't I haven't actually announced this on my facebook page yet but <laughs> uh i i had a music video made uh-huh. with, it was actually made with uh the band that i used to play with with man in the oh, mountain cool. and while it was in production, the band disbanded. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, what do we do with this video? So I talked to the videographer guy named Jeff Swaffer, and he's awesome mm-hmm. to work with. Um, and he was super nice about it. And he tried to do some re-edits to kind of make it more of a John, John Carroll. Because it was still my song, and yeah. it was still pretty heavily driven by my acoustic guitar and my voice mm-hmm. and stuff. So... Um, Anyways, so he helped me out, try to make it more of a video where I, I could take it on and right. as part of my solo career. And um, so I submitted it to this video thing just recently, and it was mm-hmm. picked up. To, it's called Video Nation, and it's going to get played in, I guess, motel rooms across America. Is, they That's said cool. about 400,000. Uh-huh. And they said there's going to be a Roku app for huh. it, and also it's going to be played to people waiting to see a WebMD um, uh-huh. It's going to be like the weight music. Although I was wondering about that. I was like, it, if you go to the pharmacy, those are like miserable, miserable people are picking stuff up at the pharmacy. Yeah. And they're not in a good mood and understandably so. You don't so want them to like, like <laughs> uh, tribute there. Like, oh man, I feel crappy every time I hear that song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is there going to be this kind it's of like, like my appendix is exploding every time Pavl- Pavlovian reaction to maybe my, it will soothe them maybe it will i i hope it soothes them. it's a very soothing song <laughs> there you go yeah so hopefully it will, it will uh help absolve them and maybe they'll just be like oh i don't need the i don't need webmd anymore 
I got this awesome video. This I just healed I me. cured them. My video has cured you. Go and be well. Go in peace. <laughs> you just start that rumor. It'll be great. Oh, like, yeah. It's like, yeah, you got to listen to this. Like, I, I just, uh, I don't have bad breath anymore. I listen to, <laughs> I listen to John Carroll's music and like, now, like, you know, I don't uh, have uh, clinical sweating, you know? <laughs> John Carroll's music is good I for care, your health, by the way. But only chronic issues. Just only chronic only issues. Only chronic issues. If you have an emergency, just go ahead. Go emergency hospital, room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, very cool. And uh, people can see you December 19th in Murfreesboro, right? In Main Street Music? Yeah, for the Jingle Bell... Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell Rock. Now, is that is that located in a venue, or is that going to be a stage on the on Main Street, like in the square there, or do you do you have have a clue yet? They haven't told you. I it was. I thought it was. Is Main Street Music not a venue? I haven't been to Murfreesboro, I, so this. Is I wish I was first, more. I was pretty. It's supposed to be in a venue. From what right. I was, from okay. what I was told. Well, I'm sure it's, it's on be, Main Street. And people cold. can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's in uh, Main Street. Main Street Music. The details are going to be on my webpage. I just Perfect. actually received the details on my way uh-huh. here this morning in the form <laughs> of tickets. So I have, I have yet to put oh, that sweet. on my web, webpage. Um, these just came in the mail. So you can hear them. You can hear the tickets. <laughs> yeah. That's the sound of the amazing music being made. In Very the, cool. In your are you are you headlining? Are you playing with a bunch of other acts? Or I'll be playing with some other acts. Very yeah. cool. It's kind of be a lineup. All right. And uh, people can find all your stuff at johnplaysmusic.com. Yeah. They can get the album for free there right mm-hmm. now. Is it download and all that stuff? Then, huh? Download, yeah. Very cool. And if you show up December 19th, I bet he'll have some physical copies so you can uh, collect that real music that some people are still into, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely will. And I would actually be excited. I, I love the CD. The artist did such an amazing mm-hmm. job on it so uh it's like all mixed um, is it mostly watercolor i guess i don't know what if yeah, you know what medias he used but i think he he hand drew it and i think he may have i'm not sure if he used a computer to watercolor mm-hmm. or not but he's just phenomenal like yeah and it, it pops really well too yeah I and mean, i we get we get a lot of different cds through here and some of them are colorful but that one's got such like strong colors with like gradients on them yeah. that they um they really look good so I, yeah. it's a, he does amazing work. I sent him like a picture of like stick people. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking about this, and there here's a here's a little stream, and then he's like, "Oh, how about this?" And I'm like, "That's that's amazing. <laughs> it's phenomenal. That looks great. That's not a stick person. <laughs> <laughs> you took on my stick person. What? <laughs> yeah, I should have been like, I just wanted stick people all over the album. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. Well, thanks again for coming in and recording some tracks with us. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, the last track will be to a prayer, but come out and see John Carroll uh, December 19th. But go ahead and go to johnplacemusic.com, which is a great URL. I'm glad you snagged that one. Because some other John was going to be out there like, no, I play music. I play music. <laughs> what? <laughs> but johnplaysmusic.com. That's right. And uh, go ahead and download it. And when, once you hear the awesome music, you can go pick one up December 19th over in Murfreesboro. And uh, thanks again. That will be John Carroll with to a prayer. He's like a ladder stretching up towards that heavenly high Baby, all I want to do is grab a hold of you and climb Bring me to the feet of your throne One look at you, I'd give up everything I own To have the chariot swing low and let the music bring us home This kind of faith that
production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash Spice Radio Huntsville or on Twitter at Spice Radio HSV. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.